The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Cast Live, episode number 194 for the week of September 4th, 2018. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Jeremy Vilmer, and joining us this week, as usual, is Paul, Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? What's up, guys? And Joe Slepsky. What's happening, Joe? Hey, everybody. Joe, before we get any further, what's going on on Joe on Joe this week? Oh, this week, um, I've got actually a friend of mine, the creator of the Blastosaurus comic book, which is the new comic book from Golden Apple Books. Ah, and it's yeah, it's an all ages dinosaur book about a basically a sentient dinosaur that hangs out with kids and gets into some hijinks, and it is delightful. Apparently, it uh, in New Zealand, it was the biggest comic book in New Zealand. What? Yeah, I right. I mean, huh. you know, it's New Zealand. It's a smaller country, but still amazing. That's and cool. he, so he tells me all about that and tells his story. And basically, he became a big fish in a small pond over there. So last year, he decided to come over to the big pond, and he's starting his uh, world domination. So check out Blastosaurus and check out Joe and Joe this week. Awesome. Cool. That's really cool. Um, and, Paul, what's going on with you? Anything new or exciting? Any new Sideshow collectible show up for you? No, no, no. Okay, no. so you, God, so you can't handle it. <laughs> you, you, you've managed to fight your shopping addiction for at least one week, is what you're saying. Oh no, they're like pre-ordered. They just haven't come. <laughs> <laughs> My shopping cart is full for sure. Well, that's awesome. Well, let's talk about what we're geeking out about this week. Uh, Joe, let's start with you. What are you geeking out about this week? Mm, I'm getting excited for Spider-Man for the game. Yeah, for the game, Spider-Man on PS4. Yeah, yeah I, I read a little bit about that, and we're going to talk about that a little yep. later, so I can certainly understand why you're getting excited about it. Paul, let's jump to you then so we don't step on our own toes. What are you geeking out about this week? Um, Joe's probably going to kill me, but I've been finishing up uh, Fables from Vertigo. I have never finished it. Oh, why, why would I kill you? I congratulate you. Unless you're uh, going to say something terrible. No, no. I thought you were just be mad. Like, how have you not finished it yet? So oh, I, no. I finally bought all the deluxe hardcovers while I was uh, while I was deployed, and I just sat down and I'm starting to reading them again. And I'm just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't believe I almost forgot how great that book is. It is just damn near perfect in every way. I, I absolutely I, love it. I love Fables so much. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I, I'm so glad that you're reading it. I, I think I can't be upset with people that it take them that it took them so long to get to books when I've still never read Sandman. What? And I, and all and all of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, because oh man, That's uh, crazy. yeah, I know, but I just don't have that much emo in me. <laughs> and I'm just being very honest. I've tried to read both of them, and I sit down and I start and I go, uh, I don't care. Oh man! So no, take your time with fables. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I was two thirds of the way in, so now I got to finish the last fifty issues. So I'm starting reading that. 
Well, you'll it's be done with that by Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It's not like you have a small child or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, me, so you guys know my other show is Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze, but we always talk about like old school wrestling because I don't really give a shit about modern wrestling. Word. Except, right. except Saturday I'm going through my Twitter feed and I see Cody Rhodes wins NWA world title from Nick Aldis. And for those of you who don't remember the NWA, back in the olden days, that was the world title. Before everybody like switched and opened their own companies, made their own world titles, that was the world title that everybody used on their shows. So when um, you know, Cody well, isn't Rhodes, that the belt? Isn't that the belt his dad had? Yes, thirty-nine years almost to the day since Dusty That's Rhodes great. first won it. I was going to say son of, a, son of a plumber, baby, son of a plumber. <laughs> yep. So I get done dicking around about 10 o'clock at night. I look at my wife and I go, I'm, I'm going to get this pay-per-view on, on the fight app. If that's all right. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So for the first time in 20 years, I bought a wrestling pay-per-view on Saturday. Huh. All to see dusty Rhodes son win the same belt that dusty Rhodes had won 39 years before. That's great. What is really cool about the NWA for people who aren't following it is Billy Corgan from the smashing pumpkins recently bought the NWA. Really? Yes. <laughs> that just my mind is can't wrap it around that. At yes. All. And that is since, amazing. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. It, that is really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. People people don't realize this. Billy Corgan is apparently a giant wrestling fan, and apparently he was running TNA wrestling for a year or two before he ran in before they wouldn't sell it to him, basically. So what he did was he turned around and he fought. He found the guy who owned the NWA, who was who was running shows where maybe a hundred people were showing up to see it. And he bought the name rights, he bought the belt rights, bought the whole thing lock, stock, and barrel. The amazing thing about the pay per view this weekend is Cody Rhodes and these this tag team called the Young Bucks. They put this show on themselves. Ten thousand four hundred and twenty people came to watch this show in person. That is a wrestling crowd that nobody has drawn in forever, and Vince McMahon is the only one who ever gets close. So A, I'm geeking out because somebody's going to put a fight to Vince McMahon. B, I'm geeking out because the NWA title might mean something again. And C, I'm geeking out because Dusty Rhodes' kid is walking around with that fucking belt on. And for me, that's a big deal. That's so, awesome. Cool. Yeah, That's great, so man. That is what he I am geeking out about this week. Cody, I met Cody. Uh, he showed up on my podcast once. Really? Yeah, because I was interviewing Aubrey Citizen, who was writing GI Joe at the time, and they're buddies from Aubrey used to work in um, uh, in wrestling in the wrestling world. Oh, okay. And he came. We did a live episode from Golden Apple, and he came out to support him. And I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not much of a current wrestler, but I, I could tell this dude that was in the room was a somebody. And so we just started <laughs> chatting, and they're like, and his dad had just passed, like maybe six months earlier. Yeah. And um yeah and and we were uh we were uh, just like he's like oh yeah that's Cody Rhodes I'm like Rhodes like I'm like Dusty's son he's like oh yeah yeah so I gave him a oh you're the son of the son of a plumber 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he chuckled at that. He was a nice guy. He was a great guy. Yeah, no, really cool. cool. You know, he's yeah, been on really... he, he's been on Arrow a couple times, and Stephen Amell oh, has yeah. wrestled it's... a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was before it was before he made his Arrow appearances, I believe. I think yeah. he was just he was just about to do those. That's really cool. No, that's a great story. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I nerded out about. Um, I'm gonna be because ner- the only the only replica title belt I own is the NWA World Title. Nice. Yeah. Because I've always kind of hoped it would come back into fashion someday. Or I always kind of hoped I could sell my replica title for twice what I bought it for. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said... A wrestling mercenary. Yeah. That yeah. being Well, mercurial at the very least, if not mercenary. <laughs> yeah. Well, that being said, let's talk about our news of the week. And I wanted to start off with... Um, Paul, Paul usually gets our notes together for the, the week's shows... And one thing that came up this week was there was a comic book topic, but neither one, neither of the three of us are really conversant in it, so we didn't want to really touch it. There's not a lot of comic book news this week, necessarily, is there, guys? Not really. And I haven't been able to say that for the year we've been doing this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll just, I think... I, we we can touch on it and just say what it is, uh, but I think yeah, maybe yeah. we'll say it because... The three of us basically talked and said, I don't think either either one, none of us were comfortable to be that conversant in it. But Comicsgate is really the news of the week. So to not to not avoid it, but just we're none of us are prepared enough to address it on a reasonable level because it's uh, it's a serious topic because there's serious accusations being thrown around in in all directions. Um, But that is the news of the week, I think, in comics. But just. We're not going to get into it. You don't want to sound like dummies. Yeah, yeah. that's that was kind of my <laughs> thing. It's easy. Hold on, I got to throw a dog out of the room. Sorry. Shut up, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're swearing in this episode. Yeah. It's always the little up. ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, be bastards. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the comic skate thing. It's easy to. Like I have an opinion about it, and I don't know shit about it, and I don't want to go off of that. Right. Yeah. I I do have an opinion, but I don't feel comfortable with it because I, I've I've tried to get conversant online, and it's it's hard to sometimes catch up when everything's on Twitter. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's not like there's like a printed article that really details everything. It's just yeah. I mean, there's a wiki about it, and there's yeah, I don't know. But here's what I do know is that there's some good people that I trust and believe on the same side of my opinion. Mm. So I'm comfortable in that. And then let's move on. Yeah. Well, and the thing I was going to say, it'd be easy to typify it as this, that, and the other. I don't know enough about it. Mm -hmm. Um, What I can say is outside of this particular topic, I am sick to death of people only talking to people who agree with them. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. There's something to there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a tape recorder or a recording device. Anyhow, I don't, it doesn't actually use tape. If I want to hear my own opinion, opinion it <laughs> back to me, I'll fucking use that. Yeah. Uh, is that not, is that an option? Uh, it is no, for me. I would do that. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. Just carry the run all day. Yeah. Just, you know, record it in your little thing. Amazing. And, you know, it, you could like, you would just be like, Joe Slepsky, you're the greatest. And whenever you want to hear that, you just hit play. Oh my Wait, God. You guys don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't do it. Yeah. Mine says Joe Slepsky is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning when I wake let up. Me, let me borrow that. So <laughs> let me see if maybe I'm got it. You, you got it. Oh, all right. Well, that being said, 
Is there a rumor or anything anybody wants to address before we move on to the yeah. news? Yeah. So in our topic topic of what we're going to talk about, um, I, all I, I can't really go into a lot of details. And it, it, I, I was as I was saying in our thread, I'm not a journalist. This is absolute single source information. I have no idea if this will come to be true. I have no idea. Uh, let's hope this doesn't spoil anything. But the word on the street, the rumor mill that that crossed my path is that with any luck, uh. At some point in the, you know, whatever near future means, we'll be seeing another Claremont Byrne X-Men book from Marvel. And then I can die a happy man. <laughs> uh, they need to do something. Well, like... <laughs> yeah, I, it's all I can really say. That's all I'm comfortable saying about it. But that they're, they're trying to mend some fences and get some people back together. And, you know, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, it would be super cool just to say, you know. I, yep. I would like it, especially because sure. I love the I love the X Men and anything yeah. you know that would bring focus and attention to them. I think is great. Well, yeah, because yeah. when I was a little kid, and I re- and that's really the the period I was into the X Men was when I was young, <clears throat> and I mean like eight, nine, ten, eleven years old, and it was Claremont and Burns during most of that time, you know, mm-hmm. and just the the stories were astounding. The characters were were you know fucking awesome and there was a that point in time where you still had uh wolverine and what was the big indian guy that had the exact same power set with no claws uh well was uh, War, no no it was um thunderbird but he only he was only there for one issue uh yeah he, he died yeah well, no, he, yeah, he literally but, died in their second issue yeah but but you realize that they, Not like they you had tossed, a long rich history well they tossed up which one of them to keep you know and, Internally? Uh, and Byrne like, wanted to keep him because he was also uh, Canadian. Or no, 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 it went the other he way. He wanted Wolverine. They, he yeah, he wanted Wolverine because he was Canadian, and that's yeah, what tipped the right. balance. But it could have right. gone either way. Right. I, I okay. doubt they would have killed Wolverine, but there was a, a possibility. It always comes being, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like the clap. <laughs> or, but perhaps <laughs> I've said too much. You said it. <laughs> Taking the wrong kind of telling, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's why uh, everybody's kids should be really scared because that shit's coming back and penicillin don't scratch its surface. The 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 good times really are over for good. Yeah. I wish I had a gif of me just standing off alone, not having partaking in this conversation. <laughs> Paul has one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, anyhow. Yeah, I have lots of uh, Joe's gifts. Yeah. But that being said, that would be pretty amazing if they could get the two of them... Uh, oh, it was an ac- acrimonious or non-acrimonious breakup, as I understand. Like they, uh, I don't know that they got along that well. Yeah, I don't think they did. So, so it was an acrimonious breakup. Oh, it was an acrimonious breakup. Yeah, okay. they did not get along. That was my understanding of it. Yeah, I, I I remember there was something to it, but I couldn't pull out of my head which way it was going. All right, well, yeah. With... Well, and I think I mean I've read a lot of articles about it over the years, and yeah. my recollection is. It was just a lot of ego. It was a lot of yeah. Burn did everything. No Claremont did everything. No Burn did everything. No Claremont did everything. And they're both really talented dudes, and they both have huge egos. Yes. Yeah that 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 would that would appear to be the case. That would. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem with almost any partnership, though. I would imagine it, that sure. becomes that successful. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. All right. I, well, oh, I'm sorry, if, if, it, if it comes to pass, I just I hope that because I haven't read anything from Claremont in a long time, and last time I did. It was 
the comic book was literally literally weighed more because there was so many words in there. Right. There was so much extra ink used. <laughs> yeah. I hope yeah. that he It was just that it. much denser. Yeah, I hope he course correct is put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty he's pretty they're, dense, sure. Yeah. There there are some that do that and I, I do understand. It is a comic book. You are supposed to show not tell. But with that being said, let's move on to the news stories of the week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the the first one, God, it's a slow news week. We've had this for like two weeks now, but we're going to make the best of what we got. And uh, yeah, well, the Man of Steel, Henry Cavill, is going to lead Netflix's The Witcher, an uh, an eight-episode series that Netflix is making about the video game of the same name. Amazing. Yes. It is, yeah, it is one of the strongest narrative games, uh, probably in the top five of best storylines in that kind of game in a long time. Mm-hmm. Should be an absolutely awesome series. But of course, once again, it's all going to be made out of the country, losing American jobs. Ah, God damn you, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, but this is a, it's a polish i feel like i'm sticking up for my people it's a it's a it's a polish production i am 100 percent fine with that like this is like a like straight out of poland production you know that would make it's, a not, crazy it's, it's not like it's not like the witcher of of revolt or revolt man, I'm pronouncing that right uh it's not like the witcher is you know uh, the witcher from tuscaloosa alabama or something you know no but that might be kind of cool too yeah be. yeah if you're into that whole like cousin dating thing but you know Whatever. Hey, I'm 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 no ex mayor of New York. Is, wait, does that mean you've dated your cousin? <laughs> no, that means I haven't. Oh yeah, no, I was talking about Alabama. Got it. Yeah. Anyway. I'm pretty sure there's a county there named like Cousin Lick or something. No, I was just making reference to the fact that really Rudy Giuliani married his cousin. Second cousin, correct? Correct. Yeah. Still counts. Still it's, got cousin in the title. Counts in civilized society. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, they they think that the most recent ancestor to all uh, human beings alive on the planet probably only lived a thousand years ago. Oh, like the like a mitochondrial Eve. Well, somebody like that. It'd be a little bit different, but everybody because a thousand yeah. a thousand oh, years, that's, so that's, many yeah, generations yeah. turn over oh, that one person could be related to everybody alive yeah, as recently course. as a thousand years ago. Let's put it this way: if you can pick up the phone. And call someone who is the connective tissue. You probably shouldn't be sleeping with them. No, you're you're probably correct. It does lead to some really really bad. Along things. this, what is this probably stuff? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Along those lines, uh, and to a geek note, I recently my my friend Matt just shot me a note recently. He discovered he is related by like eight removed or something like that. Carrie Fisher. No. Oh. Yeah. And by extension, Gary Fisher. Yes. <laughs> Is that any relation to Isla Fisher? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Because then I'd be impressed. Yes. Yeah. Gary. Um, Gary. You big tongue bastard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, a handful a handful of years back when I was first trying to research my family tree a little bit, right? I uh, found Pete Vilmer on Amazon with his books about Star Wars. So I just figured, what the shit? I got in touch with him. And uh, he goes, hey, he goes, I don't really do anything, but let me give you this lady's info. She got a hold of me a couple years back. Well, it turns out Pete Vilmer, who is the Lucasfilm archivist, mm. his his great-grandfather and my great-grandfather were brothers. Cool. 
and he only lives about 45, no, he lives about 70 miles from me. We've never met in person, but we talk online periodically. But um, it's it's kind of one of those cool things that, you know, in the modern age, again, thanks to technology and movement of data at rapid speeds, you can get in touch with somebody you've never met, yeah. and they already have 600 years of your French family tree mapped out. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So when uh, when Star Wars news first comes out, I always go to him, and he always tells me, I can't tell you. So. <laughs> But, you know, I figure it's always worth a shot, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, on the Witcher thing, um, it's a story basically about guys that fight monsters, or about a guy that fights monsters, essentially. Yeah. Fantasy setting. Um, made a great game. Should be a good show. And Henry Cavill's a pretty good actor, even though the Superman stuff has been kind of rocky. And handsome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You gotta be careful, so what does that Joe. mean for the, the future of Superman? Because um, he's doing a lot of other projects. It's... Well, he's doing a lot of other projects. And these days, it's not unusual for somebody to be attached to multiple um, oh, franchise properties. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you're not wrong, though, Paul. That is actually the first thing I thought of. That means his schedule is going to be free for quite a while. If it's a series, his schedule is going to be – he'll be working on that for quite a while, meaning yeah. we ain't getting no Superman – with him in it at least anytime soon. The only question for me is will or will Geralt have the mustache? Oh, I would hope so. It'll be CG though. I mean, no, you know, that sweet mission impossible mustache. Will yeah. he bring yeah. that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, he'll shave it and then they'll CGI a mustache on him for the right. Got it. That might be cool too. Yeah. Matter of fact, now I'm hoping for a CGI mustache. <laughs> nah. I'll, be, I'll be let down if we don't get one. <laughs> um, I would contend yeah. they should have just CGI'd a beard onto Superman instead of trying to wipe it off. Just go yeah. to full. He's dead. Just be like, yeah, yeah. I grew it when he was dead. Well, yeah, ahead. but you got to remember that scene at the opening where oh, he's talking okay. to so, little yeah. kids, which looked terrible. But oh, it was horrible. Fine. You get you get one. That's all you had to do. That was just a, a flashback one. So you you spend a ton of money on that, but then it, it'd be easier to CG a beard on somebody than to CG an upper lip. Well, you know the really unfortunate thing is fans in a week went back and re-CG'd those scenes and didn't, oh, yeah. didn't look as bad. It was actually, yeah. Well, so the thing was they were trying to rush justice league out the door. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that was all it was. They went to, um, oh, damn it. Who'd they hire to finish that? Josh, Whedon. Uh, Josh, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. They went to him because he said he could deliver it on date under budget. And that's all they shot for. They just went, Oh, fuck it. Whatever's cheapest go with it. Yeah, right. Lois Bitter always works, right? Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Lois Bitter always puts <laughs> out the best work. Um, the thing I keep wondering about, I mean, we know we got Aquaman coming out. I'm excited about that, but yeah, I think that, it looks great. Yeah, that's looking pretty good. We know Shazam's coming up. Also looks great. And I think they might be waiting to see how Shazam does before they do much of anything else. I totally believe that. That's what I've mm-hmm. heard. Also, I have a feeling, you know, as much as they wanted to do a Flash movie and all that, mm-hmm. they're probably waiting on at least the tone of Shazam. Because if Shazam, like, if if it comes out and people are like, oh, we don't like the lighthearted, then look for a dark Flash movie. Yeah. If, Shazam, if Shazam comes out, if Shazam, well, I'm just saying, if Shazam comes out and it's more lighthearted and people like that tone, then look for a more lighthearted Flash movie. Because that's the kind of movie that could go absolutely go either way. Mm-hmm. No, you're My absolutely hate. correct. I just I, I have a bad feeling about the DC universe in general. I mean, yeah, 
just you know the proof is in the pudding. Look, I and I'm a bigger DC fan than Marvel fan. It pains me to say it, but I kind of wish they would just do a couple standalone movies and get their get their shit in order, so they understand their characters and what they want to do with them. Right. And then start doing other things. Yeah, I'd almost like to see you know fuck it, have a let a couple different people helm Batman projects, and let's have a different Batman in each one. You know, because they're already doing that with the Joker. So let's just go ahead and let them play with it. And if they got to do a crossover movie, they can figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't care what they do as long as they're good. They're yeah. just not good. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, like we've talked before about how some people draw Superman muscular and then Frank draws him as Chris Reeve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then maybe the director should have that kind of uh, ultimate say over how his Batman looks or how his Superman looks or how their Wonder Woman is going to look. Right. Because Warner Brothers, left to their own devices, is just going to continue to turn out Green Lantern. Yeah, well, they, but they think the audience is dumb, and they don't want to confuse people with all those different... And be like, what the hell? This is not a sequel. This is totally different, you know? Yeah. Yep, but I, I'm starting to think maybe standalone movies might be a better solution than trying to make square pegs fit round holes. Um... I don't know. I, I think it's it, it require it will requ- or would require them to give up a level of control that the, as a as a company Warner Brothers is not used to, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it took to do Marvel, mm-hmm. and um and now that Disney is kind of ham fistedly taking some of that control, look what's happening with Marvel Guardians is now delayed indefinitely. Yeah, um and so if Warner Brothers can do that then I'm all for letting someone guide it creatively. But if they can't, then yeah, maybe we're best off with, you know, the standalone stuff. Yeah. And, and look, you know, we all met, you know, we, when we were kids, we all wanted to see Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman all together. So I'm not saying that you don't do that at all. I'm just saying, get your shit together and give us the best versions of that. Yeah. Probably the the tough part of that though, is in, even with the icons, you can't, you kind of can't just go into a movie. I mean, well, let's just, not you can't, it's hard to go, just say, here's these established characters without doing what Marvel did and building them up in their other movies. So that when you get there, you're shorthand referencing things that you've previously took two hours to build. Mm-hmm. No. E- even just the small characters, the subplots, you know, the Steve Trevor's of the world and the, the Lois mm-hmm. lanes of the world. If you, if you have to give all them introductory screen time in any kind of group movie, you're, you're, you're dealing with a huge bloated epic, yeah. 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 Oh, that was one story I was going to ask you guys about. I did see, I was trying to stay away from um, superhero movie news because that's all we get. Apparently, comic books don't do superhero stories anymore or something. <laughs> but um, it looks like in Homecoming, Happy Hogan and Pepper Potts are going to be in it. Or awesome. not, not Homecoming, but Far From Home, Spider Man yeah. Far From Home. Awesome. Um, Well, it makes sense. It is kind of awesome, but I felt like the first Spider-Man movie of the Marvel era was too slavishly in love with the Tony Stark relationship. I I don't know if that was just me, but it it certainly stood out to me every time I've watched it. Not saying it made it bad. It just made me question how I felt about it. So That was a common complaint. I heard that a lot. It didn't bother me. Yeah. Simply, simply because we had five solo Spider-Man movies in the course of fifteen years, of you varying know, degrees like, of success. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm fine with seeing a Spider-Man Marvel team-up movie. I am so fine with that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I just saw it and I kind of wanted to talk to you. Look, you guys are my outlet for this shit. Nobody else wants to talk about this crap with me. So yeah. that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you're not. You're not alone. There's absolutely oh, yeah. a lot of people and a lot of people whose opinions I, you know, I respect. Not that I don't respect yours, although I don't. But there's a lot of people out there <laughs> who felt that way. But for me, it. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the solo Spidey stuff. I'm fine with him teaming up. Yeah, okay, I was just curious how you guys felt, because I, I have never been sure about it, and I liked Homecoming. I, th- I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good link. I mean, like, otherwise, it's kind of hard to make that story link between Spider-Man and the Avengers being in New York with all these other people, like, just having him be kind of like, you know, a, a protege of Iron Man, since they have that science yep. technology background. It, it made It made sense the way they plotted it out in the movie, so I'm totally okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I used to love, I don't know if you guys remember, like, the X-Men uh, Meet the Teen Titans comic. Oh, I love that book. And, and But, but like, at the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, we've always heard there was another superhero team just, mm-hmm. just over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just right over there. Yeah, at a custom, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, yeah. I always love that you just kind of, yeah, we'll just brush that shit over. Because even at like, you know, 11 or 12, you're reading that and you're like, hmm. <laughs> so now, I think, we, yeah, now you guys I think live in the same one of city. The, there was a, one of those crossovers that had um, Galactus involved. I can't remember. Or maybe it's that, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Although that was Phoenix and, and Darkseid. But I feel like there was, maybe it was Silver Surfer Superman, where that, that was the conceit, too. That Galactus was a legend that Superman just never wanted to think about because he was such a, a monster out there. Yeah, just I knew about him. I just didn't tell anybody yeah. else. Yeah, didn't think it was important. I got can- I got Candor troubles to deal with. You deal with the world, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here dealing with He-Man shit. You you guys got problems. <laughs> oh God! All right. Speaking so. of that, real yeah. quick, uh, I can't say I'm geeking out about it because I haven't watched it, so I can't put a stamp on it, but. There's a new He-Man documentary on Netflix. Yes, I've been told about it. I have not Just seen it Just all about yet. He-Man? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. Well, because you guys know I have the um, I have the bound collected comics of the He-Man comics that were the mini comics that came with the toys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. Uh, it is, except I, you know, when I was a little kid, He-Man was a wandering barbarian who had been given like all these magical tools and laser guns and shit to go fight a much more darker Skeletor in a much more Lovecraftian world. Yeah. Right. So once that, once they go to the Prince Adam stuff, I'm like, never mind. Uh, that's, I <laughs> you know, I was like cool with the Frank Frazetta Lovecraft stuff at the beginning. And, mm-hmm. but I have, I have them all in one book and it's kind of cool. And I would have loved to have seen the version of that story that heavy, heavy metal magazine would have published. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that would have been outstanding, you know. You know, Conan with laser beams. I would just, I think that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been something. All right, well, that's enough about The Witcher. Again, these topics are... <laughs> all that Witcher, all that hot Witcher talk. Yeah, well, I was going to say, again, these topics just kind of give us a starting point to discuss nerddom in general, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you want to tell us about what's coming up with the Swamp Thing pilot? Uh, yeah, so um, they finally, looks like they got a director on board to direct the uh, Swamp Thing pilot, uh, Lynn Wiseman. Uh, he did a bunch of stuff. He directed some Sleepy Hollow, and he did some Lucifer, 
couple other shows and a couple other films he produced. Um, I'm just super excited. This is the one show that's like wants me to get want me to get the uh, DC streaming service Titans. I'm not really like fully on board, but just the the fact of seeing like a horror based Swamp Thing show uh, has me really interested in getting that that streaming service. So I'm I'm super excited about this. I hope they do a good pilot and I hope it gets picked up, which I thought it was already picked up. But I guess you know they're doing a pilot, so it's not 100 percent yet. But I hope it does. And it isn't, goes isn't Len Weissman the Underworld guy? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, he does good. He does good like mood in his mm-hmm. films. Um, what was the one that uh, Sleepy Hollow? Like I didn't care for the story of Sleepy Hollow, but the look of it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that, so I- it makes me feel like, okay, they're, this is the direction. I feel like they're going in a certain direction, and I am on board with the direction that I think that they're going to go with. That it feels uh, like they may follow, yeah. Yeah. I hope they find a role for Ray Weiss. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the actor, but he played Alec Holland in the original Swamp Thing. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he shows up in everything. He's a great actor. I just hope they find a way to work him into something for some kind of just throwback scene. Yeah, I've, heard him, cool. I've heard him say in interviews he never turns down a role, too, as long as there's time and money to do it. Um, I do wonder who they're going to cast as Abby Arcane. Have they said yet? I have not seen anything. Since she was played by Heather Locklear in uh, Swamp Thing 2, yeah. I, I think they might be uh, up against something trying to cast her properly. Where are you going to find somebody else that crazy? <laughs> crazy hot. Well you, crazy, yeah. well, you know, she's gone a little bit batshit over the last few years. Has she? Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. But I'm I was sorry. Like, I'm not I'm not up my Heather Locklear fan club uh, uh-huh. membership yeah. subscription fee. Forgot to pay your dues for a while there, I, did you? I did. I did. <laughs> how, uh, how old is Ron Weiss? Is he like super? Was this say Ron Weiss was his name? Ray Weiss. Ray Wise? That he yeah. should play Anton Arcane. That's what I was going to say. Oh, that, that would, would be, be awesome. really cool. That would be. Who played him originally? Louis Jordan? Yeah, it was yeah. Louis Jordan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love, I don't know about you guys, I love the first Swamp Thing movie. It was a Wes Craven flick, which everybody forgets. It used to it play. It was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah it was got a, a naked Adrian Barbeau in it. Yeah. Well, everything. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this last week? Uh, no, I think we might have talked about it last year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, because Adrian. Like I was... Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau's beauty. You yeah. always, you, the, Joe. That's every week. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that's, true. That's what you've got on that tape recorder of yours. Yeah. Uh, no, Adrian Barbeau was at last year's Stockton Con, and uh, a friend of mine was trying to explain to me who she was. And he was like, "Hey, you know, brunette, huge boobs," and I'm like naming all these girls. And he's like, "No, Maud, Maud's daughter." And I'm like, "Oh, Maud." <laughs> Oh my god! Wasn't she the one that got the? Oh no, it was Maude that had to have the abortion. Yeah, right? Maude had the yeah. abortion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Maude, Joe, Maude was just into it. Yeah. This no, this is uh, we're getting <laughs> people didn't hear the the pre uh, the, what do you what do you call that the, the production meeting where Joe went deep into some TV nerdery. I thought I just had to touch on it with a Maude reference. Yeah, no kidding. But I love the original Swamp Thing. Um, when I was a kid, after my parents divorced, when I was eight, my dad would come pick me up on Fridays, and we'd go to, like, a double feature or something, right? And within the year or two that we were doing that, Swamp Thing either played with Clash of the Titans or Conan the Barbarian or some 
two of those three were always together. Uh-huh. So I saw Swamp Thing fucking eight or nine times in the theater. And also Conan the Barbarian, which is a far superior film. But, well, you know, it's, I think Conan the Barbarian is one of the greatest operas ever made. Oh. Yeah, well, cool. if you watch it and you just yeah. you just pay attention to the music, and if they if they could find a way to turn that into a silent film, I think it would be a fantastic movie. Because there's only like thirty two lines of dialogue in the whole damn thing. So if you just get rid of those, you got a perfect like opera and a silent film. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, so I always love that movie. Uh, Paul, uh, did you ever see it? I mean, you're you're a bit younger than us. So what were your feelings about that one? What Swamp Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. I saw it like on TBS or TNT, like at late night, and I liked it because I was a kid. But yeah, so you didn't get uh, the full you didn't get the full Barbeau, is what you're saying? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I mean, at the time, I didn't know who the hell. That was probably like the, my first time I even heard of Swamp Thing was probably from the movie. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I didn't know. When I was like six, seven, comic books were a thing that I didn't really pick up on yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember I used to confuse Man-Thing and Swamp-Thing. Because I That's had Man-Thing easily... comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I had a giant-sized Man-Thing at the age of seven. So. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Talk about the comic book, Joe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That and my huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Oh. My grandson was visiting this weekend, and he gets out of the tub at one point, and he's running through yeah. the house, shaking his wing and everything. And I'm like, dude, I go, dude, if a bird looks in here and sees it, it's going to think it's a worm and fly away with it. He's like, what? I go put some pants on, would you? Oh, oh shit, little kids crack me up. They also piss me off for a lot. Yeah. Joe, what were, your, what were your impressions of the, uh, the Swamp Thing movie? I, I just got to round this out. Well, here's my best impression of the Swamp Thing movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be like when he gets his arm <laughs> cut off. There you go. That's yeah. my best impression of Swamp Thing. Well, that was pretty um, good. Um, I, 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 as a kid, I actually didn't like it all that much. Um, I mean, obviously, I was way into Adrian Barbeau and Egg in the Water. Mm-hmm. Um, between her and the movie Sheena. Oh, and, yeah. And the bathing Tanya, also Tanya yeah, Roberts. Tanya Roberts. Well, also Tiny Roberts, the bathing scene in uh, Beastmaster. Yes. Uh, and the breastfeeding scene in Clash of the Titans. Those are like four of my top. Like, Mom, can I watch this movie? Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, those so, those were those I, were I, winners I, as a kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was I was yeah. pretty young. I was pretty young when the movie Swamp Thing came out. Uh, the TV show was more. I would see that more frequently, and I never really liked it. It wasn't really my jam. Plus, like I said, I've never. As an adult, I never read. I don't like Muck Monsters. I don't like Man Thing. I don't like Swamp Thing so much. Like Swamp Thing, I don't like Man Thing. I've read some Heap books. I don't like the Heap. I don't get it. I think they are. They're the. They're all they are are outlets to. They're one step below the Hulk. And the Hulk is for, for for many 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 years. The Hulk was just a reflection of the other characters in his stories. He was ne- a never-changing character, and everyone else would be around him. So you had to surround him with interesting people. And if you didn't mm-hmm. like the brand-new characters, they would put in every story with the Hulk. You didn't like the Hulk. That's what the Swamp stuff is, except with less, like, with more plotting and slowness and impending creep. And I'm like, I, I can't get into it. Okay. At least, at least the Hulk threw a tank. <laughs> yeah. I'm um... sure at some point Swamp Thing threw a tank. Somebody. Well, here, here, I'm just going to throw a little something. Uh, if you guys go look at the at the uh, 
text section of this conversation. There's a little something there for you. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what's cool. What I do like about Swamp Thing, I like that he when he would show up in other books. That's what I would like. Right? I loved any time so he, he would, showed up in Hellblazer. Yeah, like he would travel through the green and yeah. then show up in Gotham. And then Bruce, like the episode, the one where, um, the episode, the issue where they were. Current one? Or current one, the, John, or the Tom King run? No, no, no. But the one, the old school one where it was, I, I want to say Alan Moore wrote it, where it was, um, they were prosecuting someone for uh, basically having sex with a non-human, with an animal. And then, like, it was compared to Swamp Thing being with Abby. You uh, guys know yeah. what I'm talking about? I, I know it I know it vaguely. Like, I, I yeah. read like, it that's... or I read about it back in the day, but yeah, I haven't. It's a yeah, cool, like, it's a cool issue. Or in, the, or in Starman, when he would show up, he showed up on another planet, you know, because the green mm-hmm. connected all the living things everywhere. That kind of stuff is cool, but to month in, month out on it, I'm not, I'm not in. Yeah, and now Paul, you had a, you were reading all the Swamp Thing, or was that Corbin? You were reading all the Swamp Thing at the New Fifty Two relaunch. I read, right? I read every issue, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, now, Joe, did you ever read the the first run Alan Moore did on Swamp Thing? No, I was saying. Oh, thank you for sending that picture. Um, <laughs> no, no, um, no, that's what I was saying. I've, I've read. A lot of it, I've read like the first book, and it just leaves me it leaves me cold. Like I'm just not. Oh, see, I love yeah. that. that was I mean, that's okay. Part. It's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I think you're wrong, but it's okay. No, it's well, okay. Sure. No, no, no. I I reckon. Well, that's like the, things like that. I treat the same way that my opinion of um, uh, Monty Python. I don't like Monty Python. <gasps> I don't. I don't but like Monty I Python. Don't. But I recognize their genius and I recognize their cultural importance. And that's how I feel about Swamp Thing. That's how I feel about um, Star or Sandman. It's not for me, but I get quality. Like, I understand that it's really yeah. well made. It just doesn't touch my buttons. Oh, I love and, it. and if it did touch your buttons, you'd be pulled into jail and put on trial yeah. for having. And, and, and Buttons was the local clown. Yeah. Oh, God. Not clown jokes, people. Anything but clown jokes. Let's <laughs> not go no, uh, Chunks was my dog. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the one. <laughs> he was blowing chunks. What's yeah. wrong with that? Chunks is the dog. Oh, good times. Good times. Um, what else is? I mean, so you guys saw the pictures of the Doom Patrol show starting to float around, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be pretty good. I, I think. think that could be a sleeper hit right there. I really do. Because not a lot of people know about Doom Patrol, but it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. All it takes is mm-hmm. the right multimedia product or project, and then all of a sudden the whole world's going to find out about it. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree. I think that's a, that's a smart thing to do. Everybody, uh, like, let's make a Batman movie. Let's make a Superman movie. I'm like, no, just do something small that a lot of people don't know about but it's enough to get people interested and be like take their friends to see it yeah and then you have so much more leeway and you can make it so much more fun you're not you know you don't have it's tied down by all these chains of continuity that well you don't follow them anyways but when you don't follow it people aren't losing their freaking minds you know that's one of the things if they if they start shutting down some of the batman parallel projects that the warner brothers uh dc movie department was working on if if Nightwing doesn't get made, that will be one that makes me sad. Because I've always wanted to get to the point where Nightwing was in the Justice League or actually fully came into his own as a hero. And I think like getting him into a movie is a good first step towards him at least filling out all the way into an adult 
and no longer former sidekick of somebody. Yeah. You know. But we can't. We haven't even. We've never been able to do a good Robin, ever. Um, I. That's the challenge. I want a real Robin. I want a real Robin in a real Batman movie. Yeah, I want but, it. So you can't go Nightwing. In my brain, they keep trying to skip over Robin because. Oh, they totally do. They're like, how do you do that? Because it's a very complicated situation. Everything about Robin is wrong. Right. All of it. Yeah. He's too sexy. He's way too good looking underage. His shorts don't write up enough. I mean, all of these things are tra- problematic. All problematic. Wait, did I put that out? Okay. Are we still are just, we still live? Yeah. Just don't uh, just don't tweet it. Don't tweet it and don't put an application to Disney either. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. It is. It is really hard. It's hard to do. I mean, the closest. It, if the Batman and Robin stuff with um Chris O'Donnell, if that wasn't handled so ham-fistedly, I could see that iteration kind of working, where he's a little bit older, you know, he, he he's a little more Nightwing than he is Robin. Well, do do Tim Drake. The Tim Drake Robin was, was actually the right way to update Robin. I, I agree. Damien Damien absolutely works. I don't like him, but Damien totally works in the comic books because he's a little kid, and you can do little kids in the comic books. You could not do Damien in real life. But no. The, but you could do Tim Drake though, sixteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old kid, smart, capable, puts on a suit with a lot of padding like a ninja. I could absolutely do that. That would be viable. Well, and that the Tim Drake Robin showed growth on Batman's behalf. Yeah, but it was also the first time they could deal with him going to school. He was all beat to shit, and they were suspect they were suspecting his his family or Bruce Wayne. I remember which, but they were suspecting somebody of abusing him. Mm-hmm. And oh right right yeah and it was the the only time that that had ever come out. I mean Tim Drake for me, it, this is gonna sound weird because it's been almost ten years since they shit all over it. But Tim Drake to me will always be the Robin. You know what I mean? He's like, the best Robin. No, yeah. he is the best Robin ever. He's better than he's better than Dick. He's more well rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, the best Robin. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. He's better than what? He's he's <laughs> better than Dick. Okay. <laughs> ah, and I'm saying to... that from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, he is. Yes. He is absolutely the most well-rounded Robin. Robin he's the smartest. Yeah. He's super ninja trained, and he's capable. He's the best Robin. Yeah, I I have to give it to you there. First off, they also they they gave him a Robin costume that made sense, mm-hmm. and, and up, when they updated it, it, just made a little more sense each time. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> you know, Batman and Robin. <laughs> They had to introduce was it Batwoman or Batgirl, I don't remember which, or both, just so the gay rumors would stop because of uh, the corruption of the innocent or whatever that book was. So I mean, Robin, it's, it's yeah. weird. The whole Batman yeah. Robin thing is weird. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> when they showed them sleeping in the same bed together. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, there were there were comic books back in the day where they were like they'd both wake up next to each other, like you know, it's a great That's day, not... Dick. It's a great no. day. Oh yes. Stop it. Oh, yeah, yes. They weren't sleeping in the same bed together. <laughs> okay, Joe. I, after we're done here, or sometime by tomorrow morning, I will find you the pictures. Sure, yeah, I will Photoshop those pictures by that time. No, it's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't Photoshop that well. Um, but that was part of the uh, part of the reason. The, the phrasing in the book was something like, "Okay, a, you're okay. You know yeah, what? He, he's one, right. I'm looking quick, at pictures right quick, now. One quick Google search. You're not wrong. Yeah." 
I, I knew the picture existed because it was one of the references, but they were talking about how Batman and Robin were the perfect gay. And I'm like, well, first off, one of them's like a you know ten or eleven year old kid, so it's not a perfect gay relationship. That would actually be an abusive relationship. <laughs> oh, that is that yeah. is that is awkward. Yeah, yeah, I that don't is like real it. awkward. I, I don't like it. <laughs> well, okay, a couple things. A couple things. One, it's not the same bed. It is two beds. You can clearly see. Oh, it is two beds. It is, yeah, yeah. No, no, not that yeah, you. There's, I there's wouldn't a gap. hold you. Wouldn't hold it against you for not noticing it. But there is an absolute gap, and it's a failure of the artist to draw a large room. They yeah. didn't have a. I don't know who drew this. If this was Dick Sprang or I don't know who drew this, but they 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 just wanted to frame it that they were in the same room. But boy, does it look like they're sharing a bed. Yeah, it absolutely. I mean, just did. read what they're like. It says, "Ah, that was a good sleep." Come on, Dick, a cold shower and a big breakfast, and then down to the bat cave. Wink, wink. <laughs> There's no wink, wink. Stop it. Oh God. Uh, everything about what they're saying is not okay. <laughs> no, his name is Dick. What about this other one that keeps cropping up? They're both getting uh, nude. Mis- nude. They're under sun lamps. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> They're getting sun lamped. Ultraviolet sun lamps. Nothing like. Oh my god. And they're both new. Okay. Well, this sun just ca- took a turn for the erotic. Skin cancer and pederasty were really big back in those yeah, well, days. Uh, Listen, how else are you going to find the the suspicious moles on your young ward unless you see them naked? Exactly. Oh, these are so bad. I need to stop. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm never going to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Hey, have you guys ever seen – there's there's a, a Superman comic where it, it's a, like the camera, oh. their point of view is like oh, yeah. right on the kid's face, his face down and crying and Superman oh, yeah. standing behind him. Oh, my God. It's one of the – that is one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, it's that comic book uh, sells out every single time we get it into the store. It sells like hotcakes. And quite frankly, not to sound like a it's Action Comics number uh, 430, 457, 457 or 437. I can't see in the picture that well. Um, Every time we get it in the store, it sells. I mark it up. I mark it up. The price guides it maybe six bucks. I put 15, 20 bucks on it and it moves immediately because people, price each time. Oh yeah, no. I, and it sells every time people love that comic. It's absolutely hilarious. The kid's clutching a pillow, Superman, my dying wish is to know your secret identity. You say you're Clark Kent. It's a lie. And behind him, the kid is literally biting a pillow and Superman is unclothing, de- disrobing himself behind him. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh my God, that is the worst. Yeah, that's that's when I always think. Of. What's that? They, there used to be a website, or there probably still is, called like Super Dickery. Super Super Dickery. Yep. Yeah. 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 Super Dickery. That was some good stuff. Holy shit. Oh yeah. So they had no problem uh, putting that out there for kids back in the day. Nope. God, I feel dirty just having discussed it. No, I don't know why you did. Let's stop delving into your sweet, sweet dreams. Yeah. <laughs> No, I usually have dreams about, like, I, I need to fight somebody, but I can't get my arms away from my chest, so I can't throw a punch. And that a crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then nope. I, when I try to run away, like, the floor turns into marshmallows. Ha! <laughs> what? Yeah, you can't uh, run. You know, you can't I, run because it's all marshmallows all the way down. I had a crazy dream last night that in the dream I was reunited with two wolf cubs 
that when I was a child, we had taken in and raised. And I, it was so real, I woke up absolutely trying to remember, did I raise wolf cubs? Do I need to call my father to, to remind me about the wolf cubs that we didn't raise? I hate dreams that you so can't vivid. shake when you wake so up. Yeah. yeah, I hate ones you can't shake when you wake up, where you're just like, like um, my mom paid to uh, track my DNA, because we've always tried to figure out what... What, if any, I mean, we assume there is because my great-grandmother came from Oklahoma. She was taken away from her parents, raised in a white school, an orphanage, which is what they did to Indian kids in Oklahoma, not white kids. So we wanted to see, like, what, if any, what, you know, Native American shit would show up. Well, none does because nobody tracks it. And <laughs> the other day, I, I was in the end of my dream. I was thinking about that. That was in the conversation I was having in my dream. When I woke up, I thought, you should call your dad and tell him that no Indian DNA showed up. And then I went, fuck, my dad's been dead for six months. And I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't woken up with this goddamn thought in my head now, you know? Jeez. It's just one of those ones, like, when you first wake up, your brain's going like, yeah, I've got wolf cubs. No, wait, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, for a second, it's totally rational. You know, oh, yeah, wolf cubs. Fuck, we raise them all the time. Yeah, no just come be bopping along. You pick them up. No mother wolf comes and kills you. It's fine. Yeah, okay. cut yeah. cut to some abandoned wolf cub skeletons sitting in my in my home back home next to a <laughs> next to an empty food bowl. Oh yeah, are you dad going? Well, yeah. son, I, we told you we took them to a farm. Yeah, but the fact is they got ran over by a thrasher. <laughs> Jesus, thrasher? Oh, thrasher? Sorry, thrasher. The cobra yeah. dreadnought? Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Night yeah. thrasher, the Marvel the Marvel skateboarding oh, Batman. Oh. Skateboarding yeah. Batman, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, on this note, Paul, let's go to your pick of the week. I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I thought I we were it. doing a nerd show. I don't know uh, what the fuck uh, happened. I miss you guys. <laughs> Good talk about this once a week. Uh, so it was it was a, just like the news week. It was a slow week because it's one of those fifth weeks of the month thing where very little comics come out. But this was a really good book. If uh, it's uh, the New World number two by Image Comics, I don't know if anybody's picked it up. It's kind of like a futuristic Romeo and Jet and Juliet type thing. Um, uh, I really like it because Trad Moore is one of my favorite artists, and I just like was staring at his pages for hours i could it's just absolutely amazing so that was my pick the new world number two it's it's going to be a five issue miniseries so uh you can pick it up or wait for the trade it's really it's been really really good so far you know what's weird is when you said like a modern romeo and for some reason i thought you would say jet lee i don't know what the fuck happened there <laughs> it's like a modern day romeo and jet lee you know i was choking on some phlegm there for a second oh charming <laughs> it happens lay, lay off the dairy it's bad for you never Poor Jesus, I can't do that. Rex, your radio voice. Uh, and what are you looking forward to next week? Um, Sandman for just for Joe. I picked this. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> now the dreaming number one. Uh, it's gonna pick up from Sandman Universe uh, number one that I read the other day. Where it's gonna Sandman Universe set up a bunch of kind of separate storylines, and this is gonna be the next one. It's the dreaming. Um, I love Sandman and the whole Sandman universe. So I'm just kind of curious to see how where this is going to go. I'm looking forward to it big time. There's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to next week, but this is the one I'm most looking forward that's, to. That's your number one? Yeah. It's, it's, number it, one. it's interesting that DC brought Vertigo back. Um, 
Yeah. There's the I don't know. I think that the way they're going with the new Vertigo, like Sandman seems on point, but this is the new kind of line that they're starting. I think it starts next week, next week, right, Joe? Uh, the, like it's very Borderland s- and a bunch of like new yeah. titles. It's like that they're yeah soon. Soon, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It seems interesting. Some of them seem interesting. Some of them I think are a little bit more ham-fisted with the social issues. Uh, like I mean, that's so much that, of my face that unites, like, that unites America. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so much of my face in real life, but like I don't really want to worry. Like read it in the in a book. I don't know. So um, I don't know. Vertigo's always seems like it's it's been like Sandman and you know Hellblazer and you know Swamp Thing, and now they're starting on this new stuff. I, I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna give them a try for sure. Um, I'll say this about Vertigo. Vertigo's always there. There was always a lot of crap in Vertigo too. Like, oh, absolutely, always a lot of pretentious crap. There, our our dollar bins are full of garbage Vertigo books. Well, doesn't, they were they were just trying to be edgy at a certain point. Yeah, too. right. Yeah. Doesn't mean they shouldn't be made. You you have to kind of you know you have to sometimes weed through all those to in order yeah. to find the gems. But yeah, you're gonna not everything's gonna be a, a monster hit. Oh, no, absolutely. But I'll give them a try. I mean, some of the, my favorite things I've ever read ever in my life have Vertigo slapped on them. So I'm always going to give them a try. Yeah, um, it, I was taken aback, not in a good way, when they announced that uh, John Constantine was going to be folded back into the regular DC universe. Yeah, I didn't like I, that. I, I never, never thought that much about, you know, about that idea. I have to tell you, with Constantine, uh, the character that's on TV that keeps popping. You know, the, the guy's show got canceled after like 10 episodes, but it keeps popping up everywhere, still playing the same character. Uh, he's going to be a regular on Legends of uh, Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow next year. And oh. I am really looking forward to that because it's been a lot of fun because on that show he's a chain-smoking bisexual with a, um, a penchant for bad behavior. Perfect. Yeah, he's exactly like he was in the comic. They didn't yeah, I love all of those things. Yeah, they didn't try <laughs> to clean him up at all for this. This is he Good. even he even seduced the very gay Sarah Lance one time just to create a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun show, you guys. If you hadn't been watching it, I would suggest starting with last season and checking it out. Yeah, I dropped it a while ago, but yeah, season yeah. one was garbage. That was shit on toast, set on fire. Okay. Yeah. But last season was really good. All right, Joe, I'm going to let you lead this one off after I introduce it, since this is the thing I know you're looking forward to. But we're going to talk about comic book movies, or I'm sorry, comic book video games. But specifically because Spider-Man uh, is coming out for the PS4 uh, with one Mignogna's notice. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, yeah, the, Sp- the Spider-Man game looks amazing. It's coming out uh, the seventh. Well, it's on the seventh. We got more than one day. Oh, I thought I thought it was, okay. I thought it was uh, tomorrow. I thought it was this one. No, 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 no. It drops on the seventh. Um, it might be like pre-digital, pre-release or something. But, but oh, my yeah. my understanding is it's the seventh, and it looks amazing. It's getting mm-hmm. compared to it's com- getting compared to Arkham, like in the, that in that in that game-changing kind of way of saying this is Spider-Man's Arkham Asylum. That is everything I have read about. It, is that the only thing it can be compared to is Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay with that. I'm yeah, I'm way I'm okay with that. Totally cool with that. And you know what? Here's the thing. Even if they came out with an updated, um, 
oh, like like the Spider-Man uh, game was on PS1 and PS2, if it was a, an updated, uh, more thoroughly looked at game like that, I'd even I, be okay yeah, with that. I think yeah. I think Spider-Man actually has had a wonderful history of video games. I think his, his the majority of his modern console games have been really well done and playable. Yeah, better yeah. than most. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't put him out there with the Arkham series necessarily. No, 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 no I, I agree. He hasn't yeah. had that game changer, but they're they've they've always been fun. You know, it's 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 a certain style though. There's always it's that um, kind of open world, do a lot of side missions kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you're if that's not your cup of tea, then I could see you getting a little bored with it. But yeah, they've always they've always they've always done a pretty decent job of of emulating Spider Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what? Even one, uh, one. I don't know if you guys ever played, but Spider-Man versus Kingpin on the Sega CD. Oh, was, awesome! Was actually pretty good because you could swing from building to building, and there were, you know, th- there were things that made you feel like you were living in Spider-Man's life instead of just like do A, B, and C, do A, B, and C. Okay, now do right. A, B, and C again. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Well, um, I, listen, I go back to the twenty six hundred and Spider-Man <laughs> versus Green Goblin. Where you're like, climbing and, up the building? Yeah, in a real way. That game was great. It was like, um, it was like Spider-Man meets, uh, oh, it's not, def- is it Defender? Oh, Missile Command. It was like Spider-Man meets Missile Command. You kind of had to guess the angles and use his, because his web would only go up at like diagonal angles. Mm-hmm. Like, so you had to like climb up that way and avoid the bombs in that regard. Yeah. 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 I, I do remember that. I did play it. And I also remember Atari gave me wicked wicked calluses on my thumbs and a bad <laughs> case of carpal tunnel at the age of like six. Tar oh, thumb, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. Tar thumb. Yeah, the inside the inside of your thumb like the webbing on your thumb, no pun, Spider Man. Yeah. The webbing the webbing on your thumb, you'd you'd rub it raw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and those controls were just shitty and rotten and you felt like you're gonna break your controller trying to get any character to move in any game. Mm-hmm. Especially E. T. Yeah. I was I found you had to hold it Near, the closer to the bottom, the better control you had. If you tried to hold it too much to the top, it took too like your axis, your axis of movement was too much. Like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just <clears throat> you're closer, when you're closer to the where it connected to the board, you didn't have to move it as far. Yeah. Uh yeah, Joe. I don't think of Atari Twenty Six Hundred games very much. So I have to thank you for throwing <laughs> that one in there. Yeah, you guys, we were way back there. <laughs> yeah. Back in the olden days, I remember I had a great uncle who had a Pong machine that was as big as a Volkswagen. It, it you, you couldn't you couldn't change cartridges. It didn't have cartridges. It had switches. Yeah. yeah. And you could play, you know, there was like tank games, tennis games, whatever. But yeah. You had to move all these switches to do it. And typical seventies fashion, it was wood paneled. It had yep. wood paneling, <laughs> and it was it was fucking huge. And I think back in the day, he probably paid two hundred dollars for it. And nineteen seventy seven dollars, if that tells Dude, was you. Was that? Did they have the paddles on the side and then just the knob in the middle? Um, no, or, I'm trying to remember the controller. I think you had a because I didn't have a controller. We had one where it was the, the console, and you like played the the console was the controller with the paddles and then a knob in the middle, and then it was. No, I think it was an Atari though. No, this one, this one, the they were outboard. They were you know they were plugged in with a wire. Um, I do. I know the one you're talking of, but I can't remember what its name was. But, like, the controls are built right to the console itself. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't remember which one it is, but that was that was my first one. Um, that was gone. Yeah, out, out of, uh, this was one of the comic books that I was reading for my podcast, Joe and Joe Illustrated. Uh, this is a line, they're flying in an airplane at the time, was a Sky Striker, which was, like, an F-14. 
And the line of dialogue is, that's just our onboard 92K memory computer. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. That's so great. I was watching an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation the other day, and they said something about Data's data's computational speed and i'm like fuck my phone does that <laughs> you know yeah, right it's not nearly enough for an artificial person <laughs> christ your eyeballs do more than that per second you know that's not enough to keep somebody from walking into a wall yeah, so so spider comes out this week right. yes comes out yes this is the seventh so was that friday yeah yeah okay. i literally asked my wife today for an early christmas present for a ps4 I was like, can I get the PS4? Because I don't have one. And I'm well, like, if you get well, one, get get <laughs> get the Pro one. Apparently, yes. If yeah, yeah, absolutely that. If you're going to get a new one, get the Pro. I think there's a Spider-Man Pro bundle that you can get mm-hmm. uh, because you're going to want to get the Pro because it's going to run everything better. It's actually going to run it smoother, both visually and like literally, your hard drive is going to run less because it's stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not you're not going to hear uh, hear the whine as much as you do on some of the older models. Yeah, because I've got a three-year-old, you know, I bought it right when uh, when Arkham Knight came out. I bought my PS4, and they had, yeah. hadn't had the Pro yet. Yep. And, um, you know, so its graphics card is be- – the Pro graphics card is better. Uh, the processing yeah, power right? – Yeah, the processing yeah. power is off the fucking charts. And, of course, not, not for t- another month, you know, almost two, Red Dead Redemption – two is coming out in october oh boy and if i weren't out of work right now i would already be like putting a down payment on a uh, ps4 pro and that game because it's you're gonna have it will take a group of armed soldiers to get me away from that when i finally (laughs) do sit down to play it yeah that game's gonna be that it's like get get all your spider-man gaming in right now because as soon as Red Dead hits, it's done. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's it's night, Irene. Also, if you have any interest in doing VR, that's that's the system to get. Because PSVR works on the older systems, but not great. And the mm-hmm. reason they the reason they even did the upgrade was to get uh, PSVR running smoothly. So I'm still not sold oh. on VR. Oh, you should. It's awesome. I've seen too many guys like actually like lose their shit and fall on their face because your brain uh, tells you you're falling. Yeah. So your body true. falls. Yeah. I played. My buddy had the HTC Vibe, and I played it like every weekend when I was in when I was deployed, mm-hmm. uh, swinging through Germany and stuff. And it is amazing. And the only reason I don't get it is because one, I need to build a better computer. It's going to cost me at least two grand to play it correctly. Yeah. And then um, I really want to wait for it to become a wireless headset because right now the wire is kind of cumbersome. But I've played many games from a bunch of people that have it and. It's, it's awesome. I, I'm super down for VR. Yeah, I'm just I'm not there yet. I'm sure I'll come around to it. But I, you know, Paul, you got to remember, and Joe, I don't know if you know this, but I had a used video game store when the Virtual Boy was a thing. And oh, that, oh yeah, and that <laughs> has put yeah, uh, and that has put a bad taste in my now mouth for fucking twenty five years. You know, that thing was such a. <laughs> goddamn sham mockery of travesty of justices <laughs> my head still hurts when i think about it not just from those shitty red graphics but from the weight of the goddamn thing well it's a little different than uh, the virtual book <laughs> yeah i know but sometimes that's all it takes to ruin you for something it yeah. ruins it, that stuff like that ruins me to be an early adopter yeah 
You know, yeah. like yeah. You, you see that and you see it flame out and you're like, well, you know what? I don't need to try it until it's been well established that it's successful. Yeah, that's that's kind of what's happened to me. I'm older and I'm cynical now. And I've yeah. seen so many things that were the next big thing flare out like hard. And, you know, I've been stung by a few of them. And so I, I just, you know, I don't need the latest and the greatest. I don't think I'm, VR is going to go away. But um, no, and it looks it's like definitely it, at the infancy stages of it. Yeah, sure. it, it looks like it's at a point where it's going to grow because everybody seems to be on board with it. Phone manufacturers, game manufacturers, you know, everybody is kind of playing with it in some way. Google, you know, everybody's playing with it to one term or another. The thing that always scares me most is that porn is always the number one uh, contributor of dollars to new technology like this. Mm-hmm. Right. And that always, to me, means there's going to be some kind of um, format war that they fucking do it every time. And the people that go against it always lose. It's one of those things. I know that eventually we're going to hit the point where there's some kind of formatting or standard or something's going to come up. And you're going to have to choose not just, you know, one out of ten, but you're going to have to choose which format by which manufacturer. So I just kind of want to wait till stuff shakes out. Because I can't tell you how close I came uh, came to buying an HD DVD instead of a Blu-ray player initially. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, I just look at all those old Betamax tapes that I've built a garage out of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my uh, very good buddy of mine, back in the day, his dad moved the family to Phoenix, Arizona to open a Betamax video chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Betamax I mean, it was, was it worked for a couple of years, but then it well, was like well, Betamax yeah. was a superior format. The the problem Betamax had is it took two tapes to hold one long movie. Yeah. Um, but it had a better sound quality, it had better picture quality, it had better everything, but they wouldn't third party it, so it cost more. Mm-hmm. And it just you know, it, every mistake that gets made over and over again, you can go back to the beta versus VHS war and see the blueprint for the same fight we seem to have every 15 years on some piece of home technology. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking that's a thumbs up on Spider-Man for PS4 then. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have not played a minute of it. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. No, I, I, no, I'm not. I've, I've, uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I doubt they're listening. But I keep I keep trying to hustle my way into asking our inventory guys for copies of games, which we, we usually could do it without any problem. But this one is I am just blatantly saying, "Get me this game now!" Uh, yeah, just give me. I don't care what else. But but I was like, let me think. When was the last time I got a game from him? It wasn't terribly long ago. So I, I hope I haven't used up my my uh, my request fund. Yeah, I was curious, but I didn't want to just like out and out ask you. But I was trying to figure. No, out, hey. I, you know it's funny. I tried from the when I first started this job. I worked for GameFly. If you guys are listening, and uh, and and I absolutely was like trying to put myself out there, like, hey, I will review your game. Send it to me early. <laughs> no one has ever gotten touch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine like if, with anything else, if you sent out like ten thousand of those notes you'd probably have one or two people who would have sent you a free game by now, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I, if I worked it, honestly, yeah. if I worked it, I could, but I'm not, I don't care enough to Because we, we all know all that shit is just a numbers game. It is. Know? I'm yeah. busy with three podcasts, a wife, and two, three jobs, you know? Like, it's not... To, to have it's to not hustle. priority. Yeah, yeah to have to hustle <laughs> for three games. I got, like, five, like, like mega AAA games I've still not even loaded up to play, let alone having to play whatever right away. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think I told you guys that I've been playing that Conan Exiles, right? 
Yeah. I bought that back in March. I didn't even know I had it until last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought it on Steam fucking months and months and months ago. And then one day I was reading something online, last, or one day last week I was reading something online. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, the full release is out now. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And I load up Steam to go see how much it is. I'm like, oh, I already own that. Huh. <laughs> huh. Look at that. <laughs> well, that's kind of crazy. I wonder how much I drank that night. <laughs> Get drunk, buy games, blackout, forget you have them. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, did you, Paul, did you want to expand on the comic book video game thing at all beyond Spider-Man? Did you have anything else in mind on that one? Oh, no, 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 not really. Well, that's that's actually real quick. I think that's the next big, or the only real big comic book video game that's in the pipeline. Um, I know they were working on one for Avengers, but that's a ways off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and that's kind of it. So, so spider. And I the, looked. They, yeah. And <laughs> you, did you find, you didn't find anything, right? No, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a couple stuff, mobile and some yeah, no, I'm you know, telltale games. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Real games. Yes. Game, yes. Game. Oh, yeah. the, look, yeah. the casual gaming market is one you're going to see a lot of people because they're, they're cheap and they're quick to produce. They're updatable on the fly. Yeah. Um, and you know, soccer moms play them. And yeah, they'll, they'll they'll spend four ninety nine on an upgrade, no problem. You know, the good the good news is, and and I, I don't think Spider Man is the tip of the spear. I think this is Spider Man is Spider Man and always will be Spider Man. But mm-hmm. Mar- Marvel, my understanding is they're moving away a little bit from the mobile only because a few years ago they went exclusively into the mobile only. They stopped developing console titles, you know, because they thought, and maybe rightfully so, but they thought it was more. You know, they'd make more money, and it was just easier to do everything mobile. And then it just ballooned into them having five different mobile apps that no one really liked. Yeah. So uh, what I've heard is that they're scaling back on that, and then they are. I think Avengers is the next big one where it's going to be console, and uh, I don't. I have no idea what type of gameplay for it, but a focus on that. Well, I would love to do like a new Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Game that they because I love those games. It makes a lot of sense when they release the the PS4. Um, like digital copies of that, it sold really well for them, and yeah. it's still they still have a high price point on it. Like they just for the first time there was a sale where you could get both for under twenty bucks. Very recently, otherwise it was like almost like fifteen to twenty bucks per game, and the one was a PS2 title. So people love, love yeah people love those games. Yeah, yeah no that was a great series. Um, you know there's a lot of stuff that came out on PS2. I wish they would re-release on PS4. I know there's a lot that they have. But like the last good Castlevania game, you can't even really get for PS4, which is a, no. a shame. It's a, it's you know it's just it's kind of sad since you know they can convert them without much of a problem because they let people run some of them online in a streaming condition. Yeah, you know it wouldn't take them a whole lot to get it to just play on an emulator or something on their own system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, no, no other big video games. I know they keep teasing another Arkham or something by the creators of Arkham. I wish they would shit or get off the pot though. Well, they teased. I mean, they teased uh, the next Arkham thing from the from that studio. Is that Rocksteady? I think. Um, mm-hmm. They they teased Superman. That was the in game. In oh. every Arkham game they did, they always teased the next game they were working on. So there was a secret room that had riddler stuff so that they tease that riddler was the next villain or a secret or a secret here that teased the next version of it and in the final arkham game arkham knight there's a, a secret room you find and it's superman and it's God, it's yeah superman is such a hard problem oh, to tackle. Yeah, so uh, hard so I've hard. never had a good game 
You know what? I actually I didn't mind the original Superman for Nintendo. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Or oh, the the one that was like um, it was like a Japanese role playing game. JRPG. Yes. Yes. That game was awesome. I played the hell out of that game. Yeah, I played the shit out of it. You like get to the end of the bridge, there's the two guys like, we're with the FBI. The FBI says that General Zod is at the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. loved that game. It was awesome. It was it was a simpler time back then, so mm-hmm. we were we were happy with less. But I had fun with that game. Yeah. But like every, you know, what's that with it? Superman 64, that thing was... Well, that's uh, legendarily one of the worst ones. Yeah. Yes. I liked I liked the Superman Returns game, but it was not, by far, not... If they had pumped a bunch more money and time into it, it could have been great. The but concept it just, behind it was great. Yeah, where, the health, it was the health of Metropolis. Yeah, where when, when Metropolis is destroyed, that's when you go under. Yes. There was a lot of cool stuff in there, but again, the gameplay was janky, and it was mm-hmm. rushed to production, and it was rushed to the finish line, and uh, the speed kills, my friends. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It does. All right. Well, if we are all done, then we are all done. Anybody want to wrap up on anything or tease something that they're looking forward to? Um, no. Are we, are we going to do uh, what I read last? Oh, shit. You know what? I, I blew right past it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we should have done okay. that. I mean, listen, we, if we got people still listening an hour and a half in, uh, <laughs> God bless them. Let's just give them the full run, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, um, Joe, what's the last thing you read? This morning I read uh, G.I. Joe number 255 which is the hundredth issue of the IDW resurrection of the GI Joe series. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a revisiting of snake eyes. It's, it's about, they, they've been, Larry's been in, he's in the middle of it, like five or six issues called um, special missions. And they were bait. They're basically like solo stories focusing on one of the characters from a pre GI Joe slash pre Cobra era. So they show Destro before he joined Cobra or, um, I forget. I think they did Stalker before they joined G.I. Joe. And this one, they were calling it Scarlet, but it really wasn't about Scarlet. It was all about Snake Eyes because Snake uh-huh. Eyes is currently dead. And it is really well done, like in a big time way. It is just it's about the shadow that that man casts on all their lives. It's great. Huh. Highly recommend it. Well, I am sorry we almost missed that. I know. Well, darn it. Oh, well, we got it in now, though. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, if that's going to do it, then that's going to do it. So uh, for Joe Slepsky, Paul Vieira, and myself, Jeremy Vilmer, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.